Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are going to be discussing Psalm something, I can't remember what... Psalm 42! Psalm 42, there it is. We're discussing Psalm 42 today, but before we get into that discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. O loving God, to turn away from you is to fall, to turn toward you is to rise, and to stand before you is to abide forever. Grant to us, dear God, in all of our duties your help, in all of our uncertainties your guidance, in all of our dangers your protection, and in all our sorrows your peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Before I get to the scripture, I was listening to this podcast the other day, and it's this guy who is a Thomas Merton scholar, and he was, you know, kind of talking about, I think you might be, you've listened to him also, talking about Thomas Merton and spiritual disciplines, and he was leading uh, the listener in kind of a spiritual listening. He had like a bell, and uh, it was this really meditative moments. And he always speaks in this really low voice and really (laughs) monotone the entire time. I've listened like four of them. And his phone just started ringing in the middle of it. And he started giggling, this high-pitched giggle. Oh, that's hilarious. And it just ruined the mood for me. And I haven't been able to listen to another one one since. Why did he post that? I don't know. That's the thing. He clearly has someone editing those. Anyways, (laughs) so do we. But we're going to leave my mistake. You know what? (laughs) The person who's editing is mad at him. That's true. About (laughs) something. That's got to be it. That's got to be it. All right. To our scripture. Psalm 42. Listen for a word from God. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me continually, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. I went through the throng and led them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted with me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and Haram, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the thunder of your cataracts. All your waves and your billows have gone before over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I, wa- why must I walk about mournfully because the enemy oppresses me? As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me. While they say to me continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? 
and why are you disquieted with me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, this psalm is about longing. What does the psalmist long for? And do we often find ourselves longing for the same? I think the psalmist is is trying to figure out what they're longing for. Uh, I think that it's one thing to recognize longing, and then it's another thing to try to recognize what is it that I'm longing for. And so I feel like the psalm is uh, a meandering uh, discovery of, of trying to figure out what it is I'm longing for and they kind of discover it and then they they're not so sure and then they kind of discover it uh is is it that I'm just longing for comfort is it that I'm just longing uh to feel better is it that I'm longing uh for faith and I think those are all aspects of it but I think at the whole of human experience that we are longing for the divine mm-hmm. um and that manifests itself in many different ways again I think you see that in the in the um and the psalm that the psalmist is longing for presence of the divine. The psalmist is longing to believe in the divine. The, the psalmist is just longing to know that the divine is there in the midst of the difficult things and the wavering that comes with, with that. But there still is just this absolute movement from within the psalmist's soul uh, that that cannot be... Uh, forgotten or pushed down or or left behind. Yeah, I read this and I think that the psalmist is in one of those places we all get to, a valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it has been my experience that there are times when, you know, I'm like, where is God? Like, I can't feel God, so God must not be there. And so I think this longing is for the presence of knowledge, maybe, of the presence of God. Mm. Um, and so... Here's what I love about this, though, is that the psalmist says, these things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I went with thanksgiving and glad shouts to the festival. The psalmist is saying, I do remember there was a time where I expressed my love for God in the context of worship, and it meant a lot to me. Um, And then, you know, again, Why are you cast down, my soul? Hope in God. I will again praise him. Trying to find a way to remember the good things of God and to use the language of praise for God until the feeling comes back, right? Until the knowledge comes. And so I read this and I feel like this is a psalm for every faithful person who at one time or another has felt far from God and um, who has felt forgotten or oppressed. And when other people around them um, may say the same, and again and again, it says, I will hope in God. I will praise God. And I remember my help in my God. And I just, I don't know. I love that. I love, I feel like it's this model for how we feel when we are far from God, even as people of faith, which mm-hmm. I think is something we don't talk about a whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the um, I love that you've paired this with the John passage because 
uh, specifically the verse, the deep calls to deep at the thunder of your cataracts, all your waves and your billows have gone over me. I think there's two ways of looking at that. Of, of one, we can look at that as, um, as we talked about on Monday, uh, in the midst of despair, remembering when that, when you drank from that living water, when that mm-hmm. living water force hits you and you could not resist and you were forced to be taken along down the stream with it. Uh, and then I think also it's a call to faithfulness of whenever I think of living water, I have to think of the sacrament of baptism, right? Uh, so whether that was uh, that you can remember in a creek or if it was uh, when you were a baby that you have been claimed by God. Um, and and as you said, this almost is longing for the knowledge of the presence of God. Uh, and that sacramental act is a reminder of the knowledge of the presence of God. It may, it probably won't be a feeling at that yeah. point, uh, but there is uh, a knowledge that you come back to. I love it to pairing it with the John passage because, you know, the Samaritan woman, she doesn't say, ah, you know, I don't really need living water anyway. You know what I mean? I think Jesus recognizes that we all, we all long for connection with God. And so, you know, to offer that, there's never any discussion of whether she wants it or not, really. It's more of, can she recognize this gift for what it is and grab hold of it? But I think this, this Psalm really kind of recognizes that longing we all have to be connected with God. I completely agree. And with that, let me take us out with our quote from St. Augustine. Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in thee. Mm. Hmm. Friends, please join us again on Friday. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May God give you grace not to sell yourselves short. Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. May God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hands and work through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. Amen. Amen.